Well, my friends, Deacon Jim and I both have great sets of lungs, and we like to project our voices, and with our changing up some microphones and everything, uh, I'm going to try to not shout, because it may explode our speakers. Who knows? Um, but I mean, if I get riled up, we'll see what happens. Um, this gospel, this is it. John 3.16, that's, that's such famous line. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And that this is something to regularly go back to, that our faith is rooted in God so loved the world, the overwhelming love of God. And that this line is so popular and it's written all over the place and it's a good reminder and wonderful. But like God so loved the world, the love of God, which motivates all things, which is the starting point um, for everything. God is love. Uh, the love of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that God, in his total overflowing goodness, so loved us that first he created us out of nothing. By a pure act of his goodness, he created us. We, we, didn't, do, we didn't exist, and God chose to create us as an act of overflowing love. And that after we had sinned, God so loved the world that he sent his Son, his only Son, the Son that he loves, the eternal Son of the Father. He sent the Son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. This is the, the root of what we do. God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. How sad is it that religion has a, a reputation, and actually today it's a very false reputation, of being about condemnation. It's all about condemning. You know what you're going to do? You're going to come to church on Sunday, and I'll tell you everything to not do, otherwise you'll go to hell, and that that's what religion is about. And that's, that's the stereotype of, of religion. Now, try to find a church in America, you know, try to find more than you could count on two hands, churches in America where people are going to be saying, like, these are the things you do if you, or you'll go to hell, right? Like, that's, that's not at all Catholic preaching today, where we err on the other side of just fluffy nonsense. Um, but that it, it, it's not, what is the reality? Our religion is primarily not about condemnation. It's not primarily, that's, that's the reverse side of the coin. Just like light is not primarily about the darkness that happens when you turn it off. How many people just think it's about condemnation? And how much we may even do that, that it's about condemnation. It's about sin. It's about, there's a movie I like, um, Spanglish, that is um, one of the, the people says, you know, it's like, do you know anything about, about guilt, right? Like, oh yeah, Father, we're Catholic. We know about guilt, right? Like, you know, guilt, okay, we know guilt, okay. Um, but that's not the case. Like, our, our religion is not meant to be a religion of guilt and condemnation and shame. Um, and what we see, try not to yell, um, what we see is that it, um, you know, we live in a cancel culture and that this is prominent in the recent, in recent years. Um, and up to right now, it's, it's all, uh, someone's being canceled all the time. That it's, this is the big thing. We actually live in a world without mercy. We live in a world where it's, you know, one tweet, one comment, one something. And as wrong as those are, one action, and as wrong as they are, we're not trying to say that these things aren't bad, but we live in a world without mercy, that you're just going to be canceled. One thing, and that that's boom, shut it all down, you're cast out of public life. We live in a world of condemnation, and then the world condemns the church for being condemnatory. Well, we 
have a church and a faith and a God who is rich in mercy. That's what St. Paul tells us in that second reading. God, who is rich in mercy. The church doesn't gloss over our sins. Our sins are sins. When we sin, when we choose darkness, as St. John says toward the end, that this is the verdict. The light came into the world, but people preferred darkness because their works were evil. When our works are evil, when we prefer darkness, the church doesn't gloss over that and just say, oh, no, that's fine. Like, whatever, whatever you want to do, it's all good. But on the flip side, the church and God himself never cancels us. God doesn't cancel us. He doesn't throw us out. He doesn't reject us forever. He is rich in mercy, who loved us so much that he sent his son to redeem us, to save us. And so this is, you know, to to live in the mercy of God and to live the beauty of the mercy of God is to let God be merciful to us. First, by acknowledging that we need mercy. I acknowledge that I need mercy. I need the mercy of God. I need forgiveness. My actions, at times, are wrong. They're sinful. I deliberately choose them. And day after day after day, I deliberately choose works of darkness rather than the light and the freedom, the glorious freedom of the children of God that God wants to offer me, rather than living with that perfect virtue that uh, God wants to freely give me. I choose darkness. I, go, I, I try to go to confession like every week um, to regularly um, acknowledge when I've sinned and when to acknowledge my works um, that are darkness at times, but then to receive the mercy of God the total rich mercy of God, to let God, who's, who's super abundantly rich in mercy, to be merciful to me every week even, to let him forgive me, to acknowledge where I've sinned. If I'm not willing to acknowledge that I've sinned, then I, how can I possibly receive God's mercy? And so it's in reflecting on this and in this context that this is a good time to consider again um, the practice of going to confession. You should go to confession in Lent. Um, that it's a good thing. Go to confession. Go, go. Um, if you haven't been in a year, definitely go. If you haven't been in a couple weeks or a month, well, go anyway. Go. Go to confession. And that when we go to confession, again, it's not about feeling guilty. It's not about, um, you know, that you go to confession just to be shamed. Um, no. But rather by acknowledging my own weakness, acknowledging my sins, acknowledging the times that the light came into the world and I as a son of God and as a priest of Jesus Christ, that I chose darkness, um, that this, you know, I go to confession and I'm forgiven. And so, um, good practical reminder, go to confession. Um, It's a great thing to receive the mercy of God. God is so rich in mercy. And all we have to do is ask. Pope Francis, who yesterday celebrated eight years as being Pope, uh, Pope Francis um, said very early on, I think it was in his first Sunday, Angelus, God never tires of forgiving us. We get tired of asking for his forgiveness. God never, ever is tired of forgiving us. We just get tired of or we're afraid to ask for his mercy. And so today, let's be inspired by how much God loved the world, that he gave his only son, 
And that the price that Jesus paid for the forgiveness of our sins, shedding his precious blood to the last drop. And let's not let this gift of the richness of God go to waste. Let's not be afraid to take use of it. Let's not be afraid of God's mercy. Let's not think that somehow, even if in our hearts, we think that we've been condemned, canceled, cast out. God is rich in mercy. And so we, we should make this resolution this Lent. Mary is the, is the mother of mercy, our mother. Um, in fact, Pope Francis added into the, um, into the litany of the Blessed Virgin Mary, she's the mother of mercy. And so if we're afraid of the mercy of God, if we're, we're afraid of what that would mean for our lives, well, just like when we're afraid of anything, we ask Our Lady, the mother of mercy, um, to help us, to help us appreciate and love the mercy of God. So that receiving the richness of God's mercy, we may know this total love of the Father, the love of God, the love with which he so loved the world that he gave his only son so everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life.